1: 18
0: plus Hmm? Ah.
1: hey everybody welcome to our podcast i'm greg and i'm penny and this is The Extraordinary Cast, a podcast dedicated to the Hulu and Disney Plus series Extraordinary, uh, created by Emma Moran and directed by Toby McDonald.
0: This episode, we're covering season one, episode one, Have Nots. And uh, Greg, I'm really excited to tell you that this show has already been picked up for a second season.
1: What? That's...
0: Yeah, I just read that today.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I, I had zero concept of that that's fantastic like i'm just i mean don't get me wrong i've only watched the first episode but uh i this is this is like right in my wheelhouse of dick and fart jokes and uh humiliation this is like the american pie in ireland it's
0: it's fantastic it reminds me a lot the sense of humor reminds me a lot of that show sex ed that's on netflix
1: i've i only watched the first episode of that um, oh, good? it's
0: really good. It's worth your time. Yeah. I mean, I found, I saw
1: that Jillian Anderson. I saw her in it. And I was like, Yeah, man, I have some funny feelings inside of me. <laughs> um,
0: she is a extremely sexy woman. Oh yes. Uh, yeah, that show is is really clever and warm and heartfelt, and and I feel this show is the same. It's got this really amazing blend of like cringe comedy, right? Like the main character yeah. gets embarrassed all the time, but at the same time it, she's so sweet and her friendships are so sweet. I just uh I like that blend. It's really um fun and so, lighthearted. So I
1: I agree with you partially. Um mm-hmm. I think just from from my couple watches um I one I absolutely I love the characters and I love the friendships. I do think that Jen has kind of fallen into uh, kind of the, the, the circle of self pity and kind <laughs> yeah. of, uh, and maybe, maybe I like, there was a little bit of back and forth and we'll talk about it later, but um, mm-hmm. there, you know, she just seems almost exactly what she says in that opening scene, which was amazing. Um, We'll get to that. <laughs> um, it's it's great to be podcasting with you again. Uh, you know, we we don't have She Hulk anymore, and I'm waiting on Wheel of Time to pop back up. And I I'm really glad that uh, that Steve Barr uh, recommended that we check this out because I I am super excited to talk about this. I have a feeling this is going to be very similar to my like Austin Powers and uh, um, an American Pie commentary with my friends where i'm laughing as much during the talking about it as i am during the show itself
0: that's fantastic yeah it's good to have the band back together and it's funny this show reminds me a little bit of she hulk because it's this world where people have powers but that doesn't solve all their human problems right Right. like you know most of the MCU are these larger-than-life characters, right? Like, Captain America, Frozen in Ice, Super Soldier. But, you know, what I liked about She-Hulk was that she had, like, human-level identifiable problems. Right. And it, this is like a whole world of She-Hulks.
1: Yeah. And so, extraordinary. So, and this, you know, my, my inner nerd um, kind of uh, it throws me back to my teen years. There was a uh, an author back in i think he started writing in the 70s um called Piers anthony and he wrote oh a, of course yeah so Piers anthony yeah. uh and he wrote the xanth series and um in the land of xanth everybody has a magical power and if they don't it's not revealed by the time they're like 20 or 25 then they're kicked out of they have to go to mundania which is like earth it's actually like florida but uh so I
0: know it's worse than Earth. It's <laughs> Florida, <laughs>
1: right? It's Florida, um, and uh, and so Bink, the fantasy uh, main character, he doesn't have a power, so he's he is exiled uh, to Florida. Um, but uh, like it's like, oh hey, I can change this color, this this thing from green to blue, and that's my power. And it seems like a lot of these a lot of these characters have that. But anyway, we're kind of moving through a little bit. But anyway, yeah. that's that's like that's this is that's what this reminded me of. Um, and uh, except we're we're getting like actual like emotions and if this was a thing. Um, anyway, so Yeah. Uh, also the just one more warning before I start dropping a whole bunch of curse words. Uh, this is an NSS, NSFW, not safe for work uh, show. Um there are lines like come bucket" and uh, <laughs> j- "jizz lord," and uh, so hey, just that—not for kids—and uh, I get to curse to my heart's delight, um, yeah. which I may or may not—I don't know—we'll see. I've been trying to be good because of the kids, but uh, my kids, not y'all's kids. Um, but uh, all right, so yeah, who gives <laughs> a crap about y'all's kids? <laughs> Um,
0: All right. So anyway. Also, uh, we're going to be going week to week, guys. Um, The show dropped 10 episodes at once, which I I wish they didn't do because I like going week to week and I want everyone else to have that experience too. But we are going to force ourselves to go week to week. So, um, you know, if you watch ahead, that's great. But try not to send in spoilers to us, Um, you know, hold them until the week that we're covering that episode and then send them in. And uh, that's it. We're so excited to be here.
1: Yeah. I'll, tell your friends if this is something that you think that might appeal to them. Uh, tell your friends because I I feel like this show is it, it was brought up a bit and it's got a ton of awesome critical reviews, but I just feel like I haven't heard about it from anybody except for yeah. like the, my our small Zed Head group. Um, all right. So moving in. So summary of the episode. Lacking a superpower. Jen resolves to find it herself, following a series of humiliating incidents. I think that's a pretty good summary.
0: Yeah, um, Jen does face quite a lot of humiliating incidents. Yeah, I feel for her.
1: I mean, it's uh, it, yeah. so that's that's how I felt, and like I made the comparison to American Pie. That's how I felt this mm-hmm. opening scene was. This is like the equivalent of being caught jerking off in your room to you know by your by your dad. Um, <laughs> like the was... the i'm forced this is liar liar meets american pie right and yeah uh you know <laughs> the the i was up way too late last night because i you know i i stink because i didn't take a shower because i was up way too late now, late last night trying to make myself come and <laughs> like the, the, that entire opening scene was just it was it was it was like George Carlin, when he would come on stage at a concert, he would basically try to offend as many people as possible in the first three minutes of his show. and
0: yeah. Get it out of the way. Exactly. So everybody knows what they're dealing with.
1: Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I feel like it set the bar really, really high. And uh, it made me hysterically laugh a couple of times, even on rewatch.
0: Yeah. The tamp online was hilarious to oh, me. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, the best, the best moment when when the woman was like, "Do you have any questions for me?" Where or she she's was, I'm try- afraid she- to ask. Yeah, she's trying.
1: <laughs> she's trying to hold. You can see her trying to hold it back. And,
0: and it then was... she's like, "Do you have a gross eye hole under there?"
1: And, I'm, <laughs> and I was I, like,
0: "Negan, yeah."
1: <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to badly impersonate Irish accents, and it's oh yeah, I'm me going too. To just That's em- coming, especially because <laughs> the way that, that they say some things. Uh, they're slightly different or, or whatever the case is, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to minimize it because, but just the delivery of some of the lines are great.
0: Yeah. Um. They all have really wonderful timing and, uh, yeah. My overall impression of the show obviously is very positive and I, um, I'm excited to be talking about it on a podcast. It also makes a really nice counterbalance to some of the really, really dark stuff that I usually watch. It's really nice to have something funny and new. That, and fresh. Yeah,
1: it's very, very similar to She-Hulk in that it was a bit, mm-hmm. it was a bit lighter and you know, also very self-aware. I mean, maybe too self-aware actually. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right, so uh, you want to go ahead and oh. Uh, I missed our first new section, Humiliation of the Week. What do you got, Penny?
0: So I thought a lot about what was the most humiliating moment on the show, and that was too hard to choose. So then I thought about the moment that felt the (laughs) most like something that would happen, would have happened to me when I was 25. Mm -hmm. And it was definitely the dude rolling over in bed after sex and saying, nice one, mate. (laughs) That was... Like, oh my God! Oh,
1: <laughs> oh. Well, and what's bad about it is that she knew it was coming. She like, and yeah. then he like Lee flies out, and she's like, he literally Every flies time. away while
0: she's on the toilet.
1: <laughs> um, Just, oh. Yeah, that was. The, I mean, that was so hard to watch. And you're like, she's gonna get sucker punched here, like, and like, but but you're, you're right. Like the setup where he like takes her her face in his hand. And then just rolls over and grabs his phone. <laughs> nice one, mate. <laughs> and oh, that was a oh, that painful. was a, that was a rough one. Yeah. Um, I would say yeah. Like for me, the uh, the I would say the worst humiliation was getting dumped by said guy. Literally dumped on the street. Like if. And by RuPaul, um, <laughs> yeah. if you can't love yourself, how are you? How is it? How are you gonna love anybody else? And her recognition of that's RuPaul,
0: that's RuPaul,
1: and he's uh, gone. And, and you can hear gone. Olivia giggling. Yeah, and like it was like, and I, 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 hope that Olivia was just like giggling at him, not at her situation, but uh, like that was like the most just like the downest in the dumps that I would have felt. Uh, I mean, like you kind of had an understanding of, of why some of the other things happen. Um, like your, you know, your sister gets her power and yeah. You know, okay. That's embarrassing. But, uh, but the, you know, like the, Hey, I've, I've got an excuse for saying all of this crazy shit during my, uh, my interview because it's this woman's ability to force me to do so. Um, but this one, you're just like, oh hey, I'm just explaining to you how much I care about you, and you're you know it's my yogurt, and I put my label on it because I want to eat it, and it has the it tastes the best, and it has the most beautiful eyes. Uh, you have to let go. <laughs> I don't want to ever let you go. No, we're on the ground. You have to let go. And then, oh, okay all right, see you later. Bye. And I was like, what? Oh my God. Like this is so, this was like the part where I was like, Oh God, my, like my, all of me is just cringing.
0: Yeah. Poor girl. Yeah. God, my twenties were a lot. I really identified with Jen. I was so much (laughs) like her in my early twenties. I was always late everywhere I went. I was, you know, running. I was always like trying to keep up with my own self you know, and Mm -hmm. uh, I was broke as hell, and my life revolved around my friendships, and um, I had great friends, bad roommates, but great friends, (laughs) and, um, yeah, I was always, like, there was just a lot going on, but, like, none of it was really great, but because I was young and finding out about the world, it it was fun enough, I guess, I kept going with it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I made it out of my 20s, so, you know, like, that's a, a plus, I guess. Um, yeah. I'm glad you made it out of your twenties because we are doing this and I'm having a blast. Yes.
0: And it's um, fun.
1: It is absolutely uh, a grand time. Yeah, poor all Jen. right. So, uh, do you mind if I go first?
0: No, go for My go first for point. It.
1: All right. So, uh, I, I want to talk about the world building here. Um, and you know, Hey, we're, we're getting introduced to all these characters. And, uh, so obviously Jen, um, our main character who has no power um her roommate and apparently best friend Carrie uh who has the the power to channel the dead um Cash her uh, Carrie's boyfriend who has the power to uh has the power to rewind time for a certain period of time we don't know how far it can't be more than like a couple hours because she couldn't he couldn't go back and and make her uh on time um we got uh Luke who I don't know that we'll see again um, but he has the power of flight. Uh, Olivia, who was a shape changer, who never uses it, just, uh, this is just the way that she looks all the time. Oh, that's that's fortunate. Um, we have uh, Jamie. Um, was it, wait, Jamie? No, her sister. Andy. Andy, thank you. Uh, who is super strong. Um, her mom, who has the power to control technology, but not the understanding. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> her her
1: stepfather um who can feel people's emotions um and then uh, angela and I, I think we're gonna see angela again um being her boss who is a 56 year old trapped in a 12 year old's body um who that actor that, that actress did um, amazing like she her her delivery her delivery was, was amazing absolutely fantastic
0: yeah. It was totally believable by the end of the scene that she was 56. Yeah. Even though that could not be a more like fresh faced young Muppet, right? Like <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, it was so believable.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I thought that they did a really great job of, of, of like building out all of Jen's life and putting her in a bunch of different situations. You know, she's got a job, not a real job, but a job. Um, and, uh, and, 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 She's got a job. Oh, and I I believe that her dad is voiced by Brendan Gleeson. I don't. Mad-Eye Moody from the Harry Potter movies. um, Also, a bunch of other things.
0: I thought the voice sounded familiar, but I couldn't place it. I
1: I didn't look it up. Um, I probably should. But, uh, like, I was like, oh, man, that sounds like Brendan Gleeson. Um, But, uh, like, you know, she has a hard time and she talks to her dad and i'm you know obviously up until the end i assumed that her dad was divorced from her mom um and like uh yeah so i i thought the world building here was fantastic i i mean i'm assuming they're somewhere in ireland and her mom is english who you know they made all the sacrifices No, they're in london are they in london
0: they're in london and her her mom and she are they're irish so her mother was talking about immigrating from Ireland to England.
1: Okay. I miss, I totally missed that. Like, yeah. I, I cannot identify one accent from another. Um, <laughs> so, like, I mean, I, I can, but I can't. I, like, okay, I'm listening to Jen all the time. And I'm like, I feel like she's either Irish or maybe Scottish. And Derek is going to just be very frustrated with me that I can't tell the difference. But uh, it, some of it it's is... okay.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I cheated a little bit because I read a news article interviewing the creator, and she said, well, it's set in London. So that helped me fill in the blanks.
1: Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, that I mean, I didn't recognize any particular like landmarks or anything like that. So, I mean, I yeah, again, uh, stupid American over here uh, well, it's, trying to figure that stuff not, out.
0: She's not meant to be living in the swanky, nice part of London, right? She lives in East right. London, which is sort of more uh, working class. You know, she mm-hmm. lives in a crappy walk-up apartment where apparently they have sheets hanging from the ceiling to give privacy for one of the bedrooms. Um, <laughs> sort of a classic 20-something, like you right. take a one-bedroom and turn it into a three-bedroom um, with, like, room dividers. Mm-hmm. I've definitely lived in an apartment like that where I was <laughs> sleeping in half the living room.
1: <laughs> Fortunately, uh, I have not. Yeah. Um, but uh, I had other experiences. Well, um, you
0: had to live in like soldier barracks, so
1: that's true. I mean, it's but I kind You've of had sort your own of had, issues. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've had my own my my own issue, sleeping issues, but uh, yeah. So so that was kind of my thing is is the the world building.
0: Uh, I'd like to build on that because I loved the production design of the show and um, the use of color. Everybody's wardrobes were really colorful and, and interesting. There was lots of use of pattern and pattern mixing. The costume designer is named Buki Ebiasua. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. In fact, I'm sure I'm not. Um, and I, I've never heard of her before. Um But I really enjoyed the costumes, especially in the final scene. Um, Jen is wearing this jacket with this like faux fur leopard print collar. (laughs) (laughs) Thought it was absolutely fabulous. Um, You and I also chatted about this a little bit that they're not overly made up and glammed up. All All the actors, even the ones that are really good looking, look like real people. You know, they're not, like, perfectly made up or anything like that. Um, the makeup designer is Holly Edwards, and I really like that choice. And so that, uh, so the that, overall, that, I'm, yeah. I'm, just,
1: I'm sorry. I just want to just yeah. chime in on that. So Jen's makeup looks like a 20-something put-it-on. Yeah. Like, it, it looks, it doesn't look perfect. It doesn't look, like, the, the, whole, the whole goal of makeup is that I have gleaned in my several years as an adult uh is to make it look like you're not wearing makeup and you can absolutely tell that she is is wearing makeup now if you were to look at olivia um you know she doesn't look like she's wearing makeup she probably is but it's well blended and she she was like the one person who looked kind of you know glamorous um yeah. but you're right everybody else is kind of like <laughs> just kind of kind of drab's not the right word but just not Normal. made up. Normal, exactly.
0: Yeah, they look like people. Yep. Uh, the overall production designer is Melanie Allen, and um, the music was put together by somebody named Will Gregory. These are names are all new to me. Uh, all the actors are new to me. I love this. It's like a completely fresh universe of talent that I'm enjoying. Um, I looked up uh, all the songs that were used in the episode, and I've already started like adding them to my playlists at home. But uh, I wanted to call particular attention to two of them. Um, Bikini by Carolyn Rose. That's playing when Luke flies away from her. Uh, The video on YouTube is very much worth your time. It's hilarious. (laughs) Um, And uh, this is my film by Willow Kane. Uh, That was playing um, when she was with the the orgasm guy Mm. in the morning. And the lyric uh, is, this is my film, you're an extra, that gets repeated over and over again. And I was like, oh, maybe this can become my new, like, Penny theme song. (laughs) And then I listened to the full song, and it's like, it's just, it's a little too much fucker and motherfucker, even for me. So it's not going to be my new theme song, but it is on my playlist, and I will be singing it in my car.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I I was the same. I also Googled a bunch of the songs that I... Uh, heard um, other ones that I heard were History Eraser by Courtney Barnett uh, I think it's Barnett uh, Remove Your Mask by Wolf Mother all the way oh live. that was
0: a good one too yeah. yeah
1: all the way live by the go team and then the screaming Jay Hawkins I put a spell on you um, it was I mean that was the last one and then I just got too engrossed in the in the world and I stopped listening to the music and I was paying attention to <laughs> yeah. the
0: show uh, I I have a feeling we're going to find a lot of music we like for the rest of the season. Um, yeah, it's definitely part of the vibe that they're making with the show—the like poppy colors and patterns, and the quick quick-witted dialogue and the hap- the like upbeat offbeat music. It's it's a whole package that I really I'm eating it up.
1: Yeah, it's uh, like the everything about it. I think it really gels well together, and I I completely agree with you. Uh, and Hopefully we are going to be fanboy and fangirling this out the whole time because it's going to be so awesome. And if you're looking for a, for someone who doesn't enjoy it, I recommend that you find a different podcast.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: But, uh, all right. You, anything else?
0: Uh, no.
1: Okay. Um, so I'm tempted to, uh, to, to go through and I'll do that on my my third point i can't i can't just pick one because i don't want to not talk about at least discuss a little bit or bring up several of the 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 uh uh, the scenes in here i'm not Mm going to do like a a scene by scene play by play by play but uh, i want to at least acknowledge them because so many of them were brilliant um the obviously we've talked about the the opening which was amazing um and you talked about the post hookup scene uh, the divorce proceeding i oh, was God. laughing so hard <laughs> during that it, it lasted you know maybe 40 seconds and yep. I was like oh good you i can't even get a moment's peace what the fuck do you oh you, you grew a mustache i remember you from the divorce you grew a mustache I didn't know you could look like more of a nonce i mean <laughs> like i was like and like i get it they, they got a different voice actor for it and that seems it, that was a little bit jarring but like the 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 you know, the eye color change and the the complete and utter uh just changing of her almost of her physiology um, yeah her body her language completely yeah her changes. body language thank you and she it was,
0: slouches, and yeah. then her, her neck, she sort of like falls into her neck, and then at one point she winks at the younger woman. Yeah. Like, everything's going to tie you. It's this like it was, really obvious wink.
1: It was so funny. I mean, I was laughing very hard during that. Um,
0: it told us a lot about Carrie in right. just a few short seconds. Like, you can understand why her job like really rips her apart. <laughs> yes.
1: I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh although I did think that her channeling Hitler <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so oh yeah uh my girlfriend's white and uh, I'm inside of her at least twice a month
0: <laughs> Jews generally doing well mate <laughs> like just... Oh. It's so funny that yeah, Carrie's it, like, "Oh, I'm gonna cheer you up. I know exactly what'll do it." And then Hitler's like, "You again?"
1: It, <laughs> like- yeah, it reminded me. It reminded me of the the little Nicky scene where they're like, "All right, Hitler, it's time for the pineapple up your butthole." And
0: yeah. uh, <laughs> I haven't like, seen that movie. <laughs> oh, it's
1: yeah, this, it's he's in hell, and it's like oh hey, it's time for your torture. Uh and pineapple up the butthole. Um, um, and then. You know, the, the whole super cock thing was really, really entertaining. Um, uh, oh, I the... wonder
0: how many times, like, she's been about to take a picture of that guy doing something embarrassing and he's rewound it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, does it's that happen a, it, every day? <laughs> it did seem very practiced. Like, oh, does that say super cock? No, it's super clock. It's it's ironic. It's a costume. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: I can uh, see every inch of your genitals. That.
1: Don't post that. <laughs> um, The, okay. I just, the the khakis were ruined. I was laughing so hard <laughs> oh at this. Because I'm picturing like a rugby match, like in Wedding Crashers. And, oh man, like, and I mean, I get it. That's not, it's not football or soccer or whatever you want to call it. But, oh my God, I was... Like, I, I would not have been yeah. able to keep as straight a face as Jen. And come on, Jen, just touch his fucking face. Get yourself off. Why are you holding back here? This guy isn't fucking worth it. Just go grab his face or his hand or whatever and do it for yourself, girl.
0: Yeah, Ugh. I don't think <laughs> I would have been as hesitant as she was. <laughs> well, I
1: mean, the, the
0: cat, the cat was oh, so God, funny. the cat. And they didn't oh. have to show it. it yeah. The noise that it made was enough. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh. And the scene where the cat was like inching towards the guy and she's inching towards yeah, the guy.
1: Like the, she put, the, the cat puts his paw and she's like, don't you touch him. Don't you touch him. It was so funny. Oh. And little yeah.
0: did we know that cat probably could completely understand what she was saying.
1: Right. And uh, like, and <laughs> Uh, So we can talk about Jizzlord here uh, a little bit. The the fact that Carrie wanted to call him Cumbucket. And she thought
0: that was nicer. (laughs) That was nicer than
1: Jizzlord. It is not nicer. Kids, if you're listening, stop listening. But Cumbucket is is not better than Jizzlord.
0: No, it's a really mean thing to call someone. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, At at, uh, Andy's party, just like the whole thing was very kind of like bickering family but the line of um you're like a virgin talking about sex you know oh mom tell her i fuck (laughs) i I fuck fuck i I I I totally fuck mom tell her i fuck (laughs) i just basically just like i i picture john oliver delivering that and it was yeah it was very very funny um
0: Um, i thought her stepfather or mother's boyfriend or whatever yep. was way out of line being like oh you're sad and jealous and horny it's like fuck off
1: yeah I mean, like basically that guy's kind of a douche I mean yeah and then and that... so is
0: the, the the honesty job interview lady like yeah. you should warn people that's an yeah, invasion that's,
1: it does it, that does really does feel like invasion oh the truth will set you free oh if only that was the case why do you want this job <laughs> I don't but I need money to live <laughs> Um And, uh, yeah, so, all right, so that's, those are all of my kind of, like, high points, and I know I just kind of, like, went over the whole episode, but there were so many parts in this that I don't want to miss talking about and laughing about, because I mm-hmm. really, honest to God, laughed so hard.
0: Well, we are once again on a very similar um, train of thought, because I have a point about sort of cringe humor and a list of crappy things that happened to Jen. <laughs> um, I am not a fan of the show Curb Your Enthusiasm. Lots of people I know really love it and they are always trying to get me to watch it. And I was like, I think I just don't like cringe humor. But then I realized I don't like that it's like a wealthy older white man who does really dumb stuff he should know better than to do and has no consequences. Whereas cringe humor about a young woman trying to figure out life is very relatable and hilarious to me. And I realized I like Shrill. I like Bridget Jones's Diary. I like Starstruck. There's a whole bunch of shows that are in this genre of like young woman trying to figure things out and she constantly puts her foot in her mouth. And I actually really enjoy them. So it's not that I don't love cringe humor. I just don't like Larry David that much.
1: Yeah, um, I, was, I was gonna say maybe yeah. you just don't like Larry David. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. The only times I've enjoyed that show are when there's lots of Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen on it because I I really enjoy them.
1: So I don't. I've never actually watched an episode of that. Um. I know that Jason really one of his favorite shows. Sorry, Seinfeld, who was based kind of sort of on Larry David. Yeah. Um,
0: George Costanza is is a Larry David sort of.
1: Oh. Okay. Um. But. Uh, yeah, so I, I've never watched it. I've thought about watching it, and then I realized that there are a ton of other awesome shows out there, and then I find new ones like this, which is yeah. probably one of my one of my new favorites.
0: Uh yeah, you don't need to watch it. It has a lot of cleverness to it, but I just eh, it's not for me. Anyway, you. so the crappy things that happened to Jen. First was the honesty interview. Then the powered guy thoughtlessly diverts a splash so that it fully hits her in the face. <laughs> jerk uh we've already talked about luke and the nice one mate and the flying away um the orgasm guy date i mean he was just (laughs) i feel bad for the guy like it probably really sucks to have that power but um he was also really boring and like weird um i'm glad they're not going to keep going out but he was really funny the saran wrap kiss oh my god can you imagine kissing someone through Saran wrap? Uh,
1: like I, there was just so like, I can totally appreciate, like you said, let's got to suck. Mm. Like that has mm. got to suck. Like you're only being used for your power and very similar to Carrie. Um, but you know,
0: <laughs> who might as well s- be an appliance. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's her job. That's what she's being paid for. And cash can love her for, for who she is and she can have yeah. relationships but i mean like this guy like i i feel bad for him but man he was a douche um yeah. i get the, I, the idea of hey it's important to me that i can do it myself but, but the honest feedback but the, right but the honest <laughs> feedback is also important there and at the end of the night you go hey honey Boop. and ah, and like you you you, you yeah. help her out at the end of the night like regardless if this is like oh uh, oh that was it oh good you're welcome
0: (laughs) i can't believe he believed that was a real orgasm that was so obviously fake
1: yeah i mean just it was (laughs) especially if he you know if he like cpr'd his dad and like there's no way that that was all that was there
0: yeah he's uh, he's seen real ones so yeah yeah. so then she's late to the crappy job she has to wear a disney princess dress to work <laughs> which is embarrassing and then the cab driver oh my god totally do you want to know how that. you died no like no and then he's like bears like fuck you don't tell me that and the look on her face she's like bears
1: what? <laughs> he drives off
0: <laughs> what a joke. fucking bears oh my god um the horrible family birthday party <laughs> she just bails which i really respected um Luke's date, walking in, meeting Olivia, who's all like, Oh, I don't even wear makeup. I'm just perfect. And then when Luke said load bearing to her, oh <laughs> my was, god. That
1: was so bad. Oh,
0: <laughs> what a mean way to oh, he's just a jerk. Yeah. Um it really reminded me a lot of Bridget Jones when she yeah. spoiler alert for a 20-year-old movie, when she breaks in on him with this other woman and the woman goes, I thought you told me she was thin. It's like so me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, that was kind of the end of the humiliation because then it got into the like real sweetness of her conversation with her father on the phone.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I was really pulled into that. And then when it's revealed that it's really Carrie, I actually cried. And I was like, I can't believe this show made me laugh and cry in 30 minutes.
1: I, I. as she was walking home, I started to have a glimmer that it might have been that. Um, I'm not saying that, like, oh, I knew it the whole time or anything like that, but, like, I was like, I feel like there's something coming that... <laughs> coming. Uh coming. Th- there's <laughs> an event occur- uh, getting ready to occur that's going to be, like, mind-blowing. And I-, I felt like there was a build-up there. And, um, like, let me just say, I love her dad. Like, I think yeah. her dad is an awesome father figure. And... You know the yeah like it was very emotional. Like I talked about this being lighthearted and whatnot, but it was actually really emotional those last couple of minutes. Yeah. But before Jizzlord turned into a guy and <laughs> <they> changed <laughs> back, um, but uh, uh, yeah, so it was like it was it was very like very emotional, and I was just like, man, like that is that is so hard, and the look on Carrie's face that she was literally just her dad. And I was just like, he's she's looking at her. She Carrie's looking at Jen like I look at my daughter, and yeah. and I was just I was so blown away. I was like, that's not Carrie. That's her dad, and that's just. I was. I'm. I now have chills thinking about how how powerful that was.
0: Yeah, the actor who plays Carrie. Let me look up her name. Is that Sophia um, something? Yeah, like Oxenham or something like that. Yeah,
1: like... we are going to butcher the names.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's a lot of of, of names that are new to me. Um, I'll let my computer catch up with me. There we go. Uh, yeah, Carrie Sophia Oxenham. Yeah, I looked at a lot of the actors' IMDb pages, and like most of them, this is like their second or first credit. It's it's an incredibly new group of of actors and writers and um i'm i'm excited it's like all these new people to you know watch their careers unfold they're all really talented and funny
1: yeah Uh, jen's played by i believe it's pronounced marae tires i think Um, that's
0: how it's pronounced too um, but if anybody irish wants to call in with a voicemail with a correct pronunciation Go for it
1: Yeah I had to ask I had to ask Jim and Derek uh, And uh, Jim sent a pretty good Mairead or something like that And I, just, I was like Oh that's how it would be in Welsh But uh, <laughs> I, yeah anyway So I, I think it's Mairead Like Mairead Like almost <laughs> like Maureen But maried, Uh Yeah I think so too Tires And then I don't know how to say it It's Shauban Oh how... Siobhan Siobhan Is that's that how Siobhan. you say it? Like, yeah, I Siobhan. knew that it sounded something completely different. It was like S-I-O-B-H-A-N or something like that. Siobhan. 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 Okay. Yeah.
0: I had to learn that when I started living in Boston, the land of Irish people. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So, like, I, I saw a, a quite a, a, quite a, the, the list of, of names and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, so the, I, I agree with you. Like, I, I was very impressed with Carrie's performance. I was very impressed or, with uh, Sophia's performance. Very impressed with my raids, um, and then I, that's pretty much like Cash. The, the vigilante scene was pretty funny. This is my origin story. Take a picture. Oh, I have to. So that was. Sorry, I'll we'll finish it off and I'll, I'll add add to it.
0: Um, well, uh, I was about to say Carrie has some of the best lines too because she in that scene she says to Cash, "Is this destiny salaried?"
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was so good. Is this Destiny's salaried?
0: And he's, like, off and running with the, you know, yet another crazy idea. And then he's, like, so much mood boarding to do. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. And then she said, I'll get the Pritt sticks. And I was, like, what are Pritt sticks? They're glue sticks. So he's literally going to be putting together a mood board.
0: Yeah. About his new vigilante destiny. Yeah. Adorable, but I'm glad he's not my roommate or boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) We'll um, uh, so i want to talk about the line that um, luke says to her if you don't love yourself how the hell are you going to love anyone else and it's right after olivia has said i think it's important to love yourself the way you are you know flaws imperfections and everything right olivia who apparently has no flaws or imperfections <laughs> um it's it reminds me of something that I heard like all my whole childhood and my in in my youth right you have to love yourself first before anyone else will love you and it always felt like something that somebody says to you to blame you for being lonely and it only makes you feel worse right like it's like oh well if you can't find love it's because you're not loving yourself enough and also, I don't think it's true that you have to love yourself in order to love other people. I think loving other people and receiving love from other people can happen regardless of how you feel about yourself. I mean, the world of being a person with depression is that you have a lot of times where you don't like yourself at all. And it's right. your brain playing a trick on you. But that doesn't mean that people can't love you and that you don't love other people. I just I, I don't like that whole line of thought.
1: I totally get where you're coming from and that idea and this is by no means a psychiatric podcast or I am no I am only just an experienced person in the, the life in my life. Right. So I think that that is a if you are trying to be a runway model and that is an appropriate thing for RuPaul to say to someone. Yeah. if you are being a person who just wants to be loved I think that is completely and utterly wrong i I think that it's the other way around that if you don't love yourself you have a hard time accepting that someone else could love you that and is that true. and that's that's where I like it's not what he said but that's what I thought of when he when he said that it's a matter of, if, if you, how could I possibly believe that someone's going to love me as shitty as I am? And I felt that before, that way before. And I felt, man, I am insanely lucky that I have someone that loves me, even though I'm a fat slob that, you know, does whatever. <laughs> like, I, that's, I, I can appreciate that, that viewpoint and I can appreciate that. But I agree with you. Like that, that does. I never thought about it from a way of like, oh, we're just looking to blame yourself. No, that's. I I think that's different because, like, for example, like my ex-wife, my ex-wife and I, uh, you know, I, I loved her. I she was overweight, and I loved her, and it, you know, but she had a hard time accepting that. She had a hard time, uh, you know, accepting my my care and whatnot, and uh, and maybe it was because I'm. A relatively self-centered person with meaning not that I, I don't i mean maybe that's bad but uh more that like i fo- i think about myself first and how things affect me um as i think is normal maybe that's not um but
0: uh i think but, that's very normal
1: but so like yeah my, my point being is that like i'm not I, I'm, I'm the first person who would give someone the shirt off my back but i wouldn't Think to myself, oh hey, you need a shirt. If you didn't tell me, hey, I, I need a shirt, I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, you're making a personal choice not wear a shirt, okay. Oh, you need help? Oh, by all means, here, let me help you. But I'm not going to pick it up right off the bat. Anyway, that's yeah. Don't not trying to make this about <clears throat> me, but I'm just saying that like I get where a an aspect of that is, but that was a really super shitty thing to say.
0: Yeah and it it hurts to hear it when you are trying to have a relationship with the person who says it to you like
1: that's even it, harder yeah
0: it it was dismissive and 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 cruel um i don't think olivia is a bad person as she's depicted i think she's one of those people that has always been pretty and always been loved and she's it's secure and so she really she does see the world that way and she She does think other people are beautiful, too. Like, she doesn't think... She doesn't realize how much prettier than other people she is. So she she doesn't know how it sounds.
1: She really seemed like a decent person. Yeah. And, like, in the short period of time that we had to to deal with her, or to... Sorry, that we were exposed to her. Um, Yeah, she really did.
0: I mean, Luke was fully going to be a jerk to her, too, right? She was like, yeah, it's a date. And he's like, oh, you know, label things. Like, he's a what we call a fuck boy. Um, and he will be probably until he's about 33. Um, and that's when those types of guys usually decide to settle down. But um, he's, he's just going to go through women because he can. And apparently he lives in like a fabulous like apartment building with a roof deck or something like. is it? It's unfair that he's good looking, has a cool power and is also apparently has money. Like yeah. it just seems like he's been too lucky in life.
1: Maybe he's part of the uber fly oh yeah uh, that we saw the, the the people that maybe that's his job right he, although if he's has to worry about load-bearing uh, he might have to be selective on his uber pickups
0: yeah I noticed they have like a sort of bicycle seat backpack thing they had going on yeah that yeah. people could climb on and it's like a piggyback or something um, there's definitely been times in my life when I would have taken a flying uber Um <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's pretty fun. Yeah, Although... yeah. Until you get up there,
1: and like, you know, can you imagine the insurance you'd have to have? All right, yeah, sorry, seriously. I'm in, I'm injecting real world, you know, possibilities <laughs> into uh, into this fantasy world. But yeah. Um, all right, so I'm just gonna. The, my last point's very very short. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to cover all of the powers that we saw, and I at least, oh, and maybe cool. you can maybe you can point out uh, some that i missed uh so levitation um like the guy was holding his phone without holding he had a, basically a third arm holding his phone talking on facetime walking down the street uh flying uh pyrokinesis the guy lighting a cigarette uh telekinesis oh, yeah that was a good guy,
0: moment
1: yeah it was good cool, although it was a giant flame for a cigarette but yeah um, uh, telekinesis uh where the guy splashed the water on on jen uh channeling the dead um in carrie uh, you can rewind time and cash uh, invisibility. Oh yeah, the uh, <laughs> the, the invisible mugger mugger. Scene. Uh, Is he is he naked under there? Like is that is he able to turn his clothes naked? Is he like yeah, uh, I, I kind of hope that
0: guy comes back. Yeah, yeah.
1: Is, is he like translucent in the boys? Um, orgasm hands or you know touch. Uh, I I'm assuming that her co worker coworker had helium breath, like he was just. Like he breathed helium, uh, which is why he was able to blow up all the balloons. Just blow them up, and then they floated. And he was talking in the the high voice.
0: Yeah, I thought he was sucking in helium. I didn't catch that he was blowing up the balloons. But now that you mention it, I think that is what was going on. So
1: I thought in my first watch, I was like, "Oh, he's just breathing in balloons." But I was like, "Wait a minute, he's blowing up the balloons." I really don't understand. Yeah, Um, young appearance and Angela uh, foresight and the cab driver. Uh, technology control in Jen's mom, emotional detection in her stepdad, um, super strength in Andy, uh, shape-shifting in Olivia, and apparently Jizzlord. Um, and then she's wa- at the very end, she's walking by a guy who is smoking and blowing the smoke out of the top of his head.
0: Oh, is that and what... Oh, that's funny.
1: <laughs> that's that's what I thought was happening. What um, a dumb power. Yeah, like that's that was like that was almost exactly the one that made me go, oh, that's like uh, that one where like you just have a random power because in that land of Xanth, back from like the first five minutes we were talking, uh, nobody ever had the same power. So here, people have the same power. People have power of flight. You know, different people have you know. It, I imagine that if there's a guy who can make you orgasm by sh- touching you, there's a person who makes you shit by touching you. Um, oh, so, that's even
0: worse of a power.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> there, you you wear the gloves all the time, for God's sake. Um, it's
0: like Rogue in X-Men, right? Like, she can't touch yeah. anybody because she kills them. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so those were all of the powers. That, I don't know if you caught any others. I had a little list that I was writing out as I saw them on the second watch.
0: Um, in one of the interviews I was reading, um, the Emma Moran, who's the show creator said that the writer's room had like a running list of power ideas and that, (laughs) that people have been sending her ideas. And sometimes when she's like at like press events and stuff, like people will yell ideas at her for powers. That's awesome. And she's like, if it's a good idea, I'll steal it. So, um. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh I, I think it's a really funny idea. I've always wondered why, like, in sort of the mutant universe and the X-Men universe, like, everybody has a power that's, like, useful for fighting. They never um, meet people who have a, a dumb power that does something stupid. And uh, so, like, I'm glad we're finally of, seeing it.
1: We kind of saw that in, like, X3 where we had, like, uh, Pufferfish Lady... Uh, who had like all the spikes? Uh, no, that was the. Uh, she wasn't a lady. She was. It was the. It was the guy who had like all the spikes in his head. I mean, I guess that's good for fighting. But I mean, no, that was just. Fish a have
0: toxins too, so maybe.
1: Yeah, so an he might have had those thing. too. But I mean, like, but but I see. You know, I agree yeah. with you. Um, this is kind of like again back to that. Hey, there are never knew any new ideas, but this is a, a well presented one. Um,
0: yeah, it's but, really clever. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I really like it. All right, uh,
0: I have one what, more point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I wasn't trying to yep. like overlap you.
0: No, that's fine. Um, I just wanted to talk about the discovery center where she goes at the end to try to, you know. Oh yeah! yeah, yeah. Oh power my God! Search. I
1: totally didn't write that down.
0: Yeah, and what it made me think about um, in our culture—it's sort of a metaphor for lots of different things. Like, it's a metaphor for wanting to be like unattainably beautiful and and how expensive plastic surgery and you know special skin treatments and all those things can be it's a metaphor for fertility right like there are people who desperately want to have children and they can't and they feel like you know the rest of the world can have children but I can't and I'm like biologically backward um
1: and it cost me a ton of fucking money yeah in order to do this thing that is like 9,500 like we I, I've I've done IVF and it's fucking expensive as fuck. I mean Yeah. And like that's you know, that's with insurance. It's it's crazy.
0: Yeah. And it's something that other people can just do for free, right? Like make a baby. Yeah. But, you know, you need to you needed to spend a lot of money. Um and also just like the desire for fame. Like in that world everybody has a power and she just wants to fit in, but the powers are kinda of shallow and people are using them for shallow reasons and like it's like being an Instagram influencer. Like it's kind of empty. It's an empty thing that she's seeking, but it's expensive and she just wants to fit in. it's, I understand her thinking, but yeah, 9,500 pounds is a lot of money. Yeah. Like,
1: well, so what, uh, what, uh, I don't remember what his name is, but the stepfather um, mentioned, I
0: think his name's Ian
1: was his, yeah, Ian, you're right. Um, So what Ian mentioned was his brother went to one of these discovery centers and it was just the knowledge. Yeah. He, Oh, he can freeze anything, like that. I mean, he still uses a refrigerator and a freezer, but you know, he the knowledge of knowing that he has a power that he could use. So he's Iceman, yeah. But uh, he, you know, he still uses a refrigerator, which is a little it's, bit funny. It's empty, but but yeah. knowing that you could is you know is I can appreciate that 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 idea. Although spending yeah. ten ten thousand pounds in order to to do that is fucking bonkers
0: um yeah i mean she may not have a power at all it's uh it's funny i was describing this show to someone before i had started watching it i was like oh i'm gonna watch this show and i told her about it and she was like oh it's like encanto um have you seen oh yeah you have little kids oh oh my god
1: have i seen encanto like (laughs) a thousand (laughs) fucking times in the past three months
0: um sorry but yeah it's like mirabelle who doesn't have a power in in encanto and and she learns to cope with that that is funny uh, that
1: I didn't even yeah. think about that, but that's exactly the same thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very similar premise, but completely different execution.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> come uh, bucket. That's all I got, all I got to come say. Come bucket.
0: Um, I, I think Jizz Lord is a better name for the cat, and I they agree. can call him JL. Um, I want to point out that that cat was not skin and bones and did not look like a stray. That was a well fed cat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh but it was funny that she was like looking around like she was going to get in trouble and then she's like free cat. All right, free cat. <laughs> um and that's uh that's all my points. I just have um really a couple notes.
1: Honestly, like I've blown through all my notes. I've blown my load uh mm, to nice. put it lightly. And uh <laughs> 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 and uh <laughs> so you go ahead.
0: Um it didn't seem like the guy cat was 100% in control of his transformations.
1: I agree. He he was like, oh, my God, what's going on? Shit, And then he was sort of again. like, no,
0: no. And then, yeah. yeah. Um, otherwise, it would be, I mean, it's still incredibly creepy that he's, like, moved into a woman's bedroom as a cat. But um, maybe he can't control it. it. We don't know yet, like, how much of him is human when he's as a cat. So I'm going to withhold judgment for now on the creepiness.
1: That that uh, was and, a great tag that just made you have more questions.
0: Yeah. I was like, Oh, I got to watch episode two. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed that uh, in the credits, there was a credit for human cat. And then it said, <laughs> cat, cat.
1: <laughs> I didn't notice that. Um, just, that was me. Me being too busy hitting back to not yeah, you know not, to not move to the next auto play
0: the next episode. Yeah, and um, I thought it was funny that we had two different fake orgasms in the episode, um, one from Jen and one from Cash, when he lied to her about masturbating because <laughs> he didn't so, want her to that see was his costume. So funny. And uh, she's like, "Do you a want a cup of tea? tea?" Yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs> that was very a very British thing to say.
0: Yeah, very lovable on both their parts. Um and yeah, hilarious like everything else. <laughs> Any other notes? I'm all done.
1: I let me just if I didn't say it beforehand, I really dug this episode and this show in general, and I thought think that we are going to be talking about this outside of the next ten weeks. Um for I think I think a lot of these these stars are up and comers and I think so too. Think they They're would all really great, young they would great things.
0: Yeah, they're all really young and at the beginnings of their careers. I think we're going to see some really great stuff from them. Absolutely. Um, and uh, Emma Moran is a new voice, too. And uh, I can't wait to see what she's going to do in the future. Fuck, uh, yes. We'll Sorry. We'll learn more about that in the news section.
1: All right. Uh, so stick with us, and we will bring it right back. Welcome back. And uh, we are now into our extraordinary news. Penny, can you take it from here?
0: So Googling the show and getting information and news was kind of difficult because they dropped 10 episodes at once and a lot of the articles had spoilers. So I um, only included one in our news segment today because I didn't want to spoil us or the viewers, if, or listeners, if you guys are uh, trying to go week to week with us, uh, I did find this great article <clears throat> in um, stylist.co.uk, and it's an interview with Emma Moran by Amy Swales. Excuse me. <clears throat> and uh, these are just some excerpts. If you want to read the whole article, there's it's a really long one, so I just pulled a few parts out. <laughs> um in spring 2020 emma moran was working on her ma in screenwriting and spending the covid lockdown as many of us were back in her childhood bedroom worrying about work seeing very few people but then she got a call the script she'd won a competition with less than a year previously was getting picked up by disney plus and now here we are chatting in a very nice london hotel while the young cast of moran's show extraordinary holds court next door, speaking to interviewers from across the world. Moran won the inaugural 1,000 Films scriptwriting competition with her sitcom, Extraordinary, inventing a world where everyone develops a superpower when they turn 18, everyone except Jen, Maraid Tires, oh, there's a picture of her, who struggles to find her feet while also having to deal with dates who can literally fly out of the bedroom window during the awkward morning after chat. Produced by Sid Gentle Films, the production company behind Killing Eve. It's smart, funny, and very different to the superhero fair we're accustomed to. Despite our distinct lack of magical powers in this world, Extraordinary really does feel something close to how everyone having a hero-esque gift might play out in reality. Shitty people will still be shitty, even if they can fly. Perhaps they're <laughs> even shittier. Your mom still can't work the TV, despite being able to control technology with her mind, The dead can literally speak through your flatmate who works in insurance resolving clashes over wills. I think it's law, not insurance, but anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like I can fly, but rent still needs to be paid, Moran agrees. That was really important to keep the economic reality of it, keeping our world recognizable.
1: So is it strange to think back now, to think when you started writing it, like does it all look how you thought it would look?
0: I think better. Having Sid Gentle and Disney on board gave it a scale I didn't think was possible. I'm quite used to British sitcoms. I love them, but they tend to be slightly less glossy, I suppose. I think we've done a really good job of getting that superhero look to everything in contrast with the griminess of the flat and Jen and her friends.
1: I mean, it still feels very British, like not too glossy.
0: Yeah, it just sort of makes London look um, nice, which can be a feat, to be honest, sometimes. It's still very (laughs) London, very East London, but has that nice energy and feel.
1: So Extraordinary's premise is described as about feeling lost and messy in your 20s and comparing yourself to other successes with Jen being painfully self-aware. Where did that come from?
0: I always wanted to write a classic Flatshare sitcom, but when I tried to write the standard one, it was always like there was something missing. I'd seen it before. There was nothing special about it. Then when I was trying to write this, it felt like pop culture was getting inundated with the superhero genre, and this is a very loving pastiche of it. I do like those movies, but I just felt like, oh God, these people are just great. Why are they good at everything? <laughs>
1: is there anything you like took from your director from- directly from your own life
0: it's more inspiration from the feeling okay i've probably talked to some woman that's been like ludicrously beautiful and she said she's not worn makeup and i guess when i was writing it i really did feel the way that jen does in the show i don't feel that anymore or i still do a little bit when everyone around you is kind of becoming an adult and getting engaged or getting a good job and knowing what career they want and you're kind of lost and feel like what do i have to offer and not really finding anything. That's a horrible feeling. I think the point of the show is understanding that you don't owe anyone. That you don't have to have anything to offer. That you're just okay and that's fine. You've got your friends, your family. Just have fun. You don't have to be the best at things. Uh, so
1: you said you very much relate to being directionless while seeing, seeing others like hit those life milestones. But do you feel like now, like, oh, like this is what I'm meant to do?
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because you can check off one box, then like three more boxes appear, you know? Oh, great. The career's going good. I'm lucky that I found the thing I want to do and I'm good at it. But, oh, I it would be nice to have a partner or something and have a haircut. We deal <laughs> with that in the show. You're never satisfied, so don't beat yourself up. There's always going to be a new thing you're upset about.
1: Like that—that that is actually like a really good interview, and I, I kind of want to read more about it. You said there were spoilers or were not in this one?
0: This one wasn't spoilery. Um, It was just really long. I kind of want to
1: hear more from from Emma.
0: Yeah. She's a stand-up comedian um, as well as a writer. That makes sense. And, uh, yeah, I mean, she's clearly got, like, a funny, witty sensibility. And um, I am really excited because I had never heard of her before this. And um, I'm always looking for new comedians to follow and and, Mm -hmm. – I love it when they're they seem to be smarter and funnier than I am. It's good.
1: I've, i I found a lot of people who are smarter and funnier than I am, and <laughs> I'm okay with that. Like I don't have to have something to offer. Fuck them. Not not fuck them, but you know, yeah. like you you know what I mean.
0: Well, uh, you don't have to be the best at things.
1: Fact, and I'm not excellent.
0: <laughs> Meeting You're right the bar. On track.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Um, so we we don't really have any feedback because this was almost like a very last minute thing. Um, I I do want to credit Steve Barr for bringing this to our, to at least my attention. And then I was like, Hey Penny, this seems kind of cool. And then I watched the trailer. I was like, Holy shit. This looks awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, When you mentioned it to me, I had not heard of it at all. And then, you know, I did a little Google and I was like, wait, there's there's like nine shows called extraordinary something. And then I found this one. And um, yeah, the trailer is really good. Uh, yeah. Really I, I'm excited about it. And then um, when I watched the first episode, I was like, oh, thank you, Greg, for asking me to do this with you. It's
1: so <laughs> this great. Is, this is going to be so much fun. I love um, it. All right. So, uh, so just as I said it before, but uh, I'll say it again. Um, tell your friends, tell people who you think might be into this about this show. Uh i i'll be honest i don't really care about uh listenership is that what's called <laughs> listenership something like that um but uh, i don't really care about people listening to it but like watch the show because tell people to watch the show because it's fucking funny as shit and yeah it's heartfelt and it seems like except for like the fact that everybody has superpowers or powers um it seems like it could be. It's it's real. It's kind of sort of based in reality. Uh, yeah, it's kind it's very of what grounded. Jason. Yeah, very very grounded. Like very, it's almost like what Jason was talking about. Is like it has talked about in the past. Or like, hey, there's one thing that is different. Everybody has a superpower, but other than that, the world's just as shitty as it is. And you know, some people get lucky, and some people uh, don't. Uh, some people. don't. Don't get that orgasm when they all they had to do was reach out and touch a dude's face. Um, yeah. It sucks sometimes, when a cat gets your orgasm. Sometimes when the cat gets it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, please tell people about the show because it is, it is so much fun to watch. So far, I, I get it. We're only an episode in. And hopefully we feel the same after like nine more of these. You um, know I'm
0: watching episode two like five minutes after we stop recording
1: oh 100 like that's where i'm i've got an appointment with my tv here in a few minutes although hulu and their fucking ads
0: yeah <sighs> not upgrade. that hulu's
1: bad just saying you gotta upgrade Ugh, it's like three dollars why would i do that anyway okay um all right you have anything else no i'm good all right well that's our show uh thanks for listening everybody
0: uh, if you want to get in touch, you know, send us feedback or ask a question or find out more about Podcastica, everything is available at Podcastica.com.
1: Yeah, you can write in or record a message right there on Podcastica.com, or you can find links uh, to social media pages and other shows, and we're going to put up a Facebook post uh, just so that you guys can make comments or what the fuck ever. Hell, just curse. You could just uh, put in a, a nice fuck or bollocks or... You know, curse in different languages, and we'll read it on the on the podcast. It's yeah, cool, with me.
0: Or then, suggest then some it. other names for the cat. I would really like to hear what. Uh, oh what
1: you yes! Think. <laughs> oh my God! That should be your question of the week, Penny. What else would you name a cum bucket? Um, <laughs> besides just Lord or cum bucket? All right, in SFW, people. I mean, it's a little bit late, but in SFW. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: um, when you're on Podcastica.com, you can you know check out our other shows. Uh, there's so much variety now that Podcastica is covering that I bet there's something on there that everybody would like. We've got drama, we've got sci-fi, we've got mysteries, we've got comedies, we've got The Last of Us, which is the darkest thing I've seen in a long time. And uh, the podcasts are really a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, they, they really are. Yeah, Last of Us is, is amazing. Uh, we also have a a, a new uh, movie podcast that Time, folks. Um, that I, Penny, I believe you've been on for a couple of times.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: And uh, we did a oh, really
0: great Christmas episode for that one. We did um, uh,
1: Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was
1: really fun. Which I actually watched the movie because I listened to at least a portion of y'all's podcast.
0: Awesome. Um,
1: I'd never seen any of the Miracle for the Thirty Fourth Streets, and so I watched like the original um, and. Okay, to be fair, yeah. I watched most of the original and then kids got in the way or I got tired or something else. Um, and then uh, you guys are covering, you and, and Jade are covering Poker Face, right?
0: Yeah, we are. That uh, also drops dropped this week and uh, they dropped four episodes and then it's going to go week to week after that. So we're going to cover the first four episodes in batches of two. We're going to do two and two and then it'll be week oh, nice. to week after. Yeah.
1: Excellent um and uh so uh, yeah no no and just that's it that's just the (laughs) way the way that it is uh Um, if you
0: like what we do hit like follow and subscribe or leave us a review and a rating um it helps other listeners find us when they search for a podcast about a particular show uh it pushes us up in the in the list so they that more people will start listening to our podcast
1: yeah, uh, I don't know how many other podcasts start with Extraordinary or have Extraordinary in the name, but uh, hopefully uh, ours does. Um, and just as a disclaimer, I mean, unless we get really, really lucky, we will not actually be interviewing any of the cast of Extraordinary. This is just the Extraordinary cast, like podcast. So, yeah, podcast. Just to clear that up, you know. Um. All right. Well, that's um, our show. Thanks for listening. I don't know what we're gonna say now.
0: <laughs> yeah, do you have any good ideas?
1: No, I'm. I comment on other people's shit. I don't. Yeah. I don't come up with my own. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Or I just leave all this in, and then that's just it—the the way it is.
0: Um, I mean, it is a very reality-based show.
1: Uh. Whatever. Fuck it. It's done now, right?